Hello and welcome to the Feminine Millionaire Show. I'm your host, Polly Alexander. I'm a success coach, healer, creative and future millionaire. If creating money and success in a spiritual and feminine and joyful way is your goal, this show is for you. Let's all rise together. Hello and welcome to episode 57, how to say yes to your desires and the luxury master suite. This is a much overlooked topic, I believe. As women, we're coached, we're schooled, we're trained from the time we're little girls to put others first to dismiss our own desires, to make them unimportant, less important than caring for others. We learn through society, through our religious upbringing, through our culture, not to ask for too much, not to take up too much space, speak up too loudly, or be too bold in what we're aiming for and asking for from life. Let's talk about egg sandwiches. So for many years, I always went into the shop and bought the egg sandwich. Now, the egg sandwich, for those of you in the UK that know supermarkets, is always the cheapest sandwich. Now, I wasn't doing this consciously. For many decades, that's just what I did. That's what I was taught to do growing up, to go for the cheapest option. And I never questioned if I really wanted the egg sandwich or not. It was just what I got. And so years and years and years went by and I always bought the egg sandwich. And then as I started on my self-development journey, in an even deeper way, it became apparent that I had choices. I became aware of this concept of desires and I started to connect to what I really wanted. And to be honest, at the beginning, I didn't know what I really wanted. So like many of you, I was so conditioned in putting other people's needs first, in going for the smallest, cheapest, easiest option. I hadn't really considered or gotten really connected to what I really wanted. So I just chose the egg sandwich. Maybe you resonate with this. Maybe you've been choosing the egg sandwich in an area of your life as well. Another way this popped up was that I was accustomed to going for the cheapest option on the menu. Obviously, it was something that I would want to eat, but I didn't really consider what would I most desire to have off the menu. I would always look at the prices and then choose what was the most affordable option. Now, as a student, as a university student, I had a limited budget. So yes, there was some sense to this. 
However, this habit carried on long into adult life, long beyond the point where I didn't have choices. I remember when I was 21, 22 years old, in a serious relationship, and my boyfriend at the time, his career suddenly exploded. He was in the music industry in a band, and they suddenly had a huge amount of success. And he said to me, you can pick a holiday and we'll go anywhere in the world. Pick anything you want and I'll pay for it and we'll go and celebrate. Well, this was quite triggering for someone whose desires were quite small at this stage. And I remember feeling inside, gosh, I mustn't be greedy. I mustn't ask for too much. What will he think? And then unknown to me, there were parts around my identity playing in. I'm not the kind of person that spends that much money. Oh, how wasteful to spend that much on a holiday. That's not for people like me. Anyway, we did get to a choice. We went to Mauritius on the most amazing holiday. But what's so interesting is what that whole process triggered for me. And the universe had more learnings. We went to this fabulous restaurant at a fabulous resort in Mauritius. And when the waiter handed me my menu, I realised that there were no prices on it. What? There were no prices on the menu? I was shocked. And I said to my boyfriend, look, there's no prices on the menu. And he said to me, that's just the woman's menu. My menu has prices on. Oh my gosh, I was gobsmacked that this kind of thing actually happened. It was my first experience of it. And it threw me. How could I choose what I wanted when I didn't know what things cost? This was a real dilemma for the me back then with my money mindset at that point. And so I had to choose based on what I truly desired. This was probably my first experience of choosing what I really wanted and getting to have it. And that's always stayed with me, that it's possible to choose by what you truly authentically desire, not based on what you can afford, what's sensible, or worrying about what others think, not wanting to inconvenience someone else, not wanting to choose the most expensive option in case I offend or I'm judged. You're probably resonating with some of this in your own life. So I'm going to come forward to the present day. So as you will know, if you've been listening to my past podcasts, I bought a house in 2020. And the plan was to refurbish it bit by bit as funds allowed. However, the universe had other plans. Due to some water leaks at the property, I now have to remove all the flooring inside and out. So it's turned into a major refurb. Like so many of my projects, probably pretty much everything I do, what starts out as a small seed of an idea over time becomes a huge oak tree. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to do this, 
I may as well really go for it. And I've lost count of the number of times this has happened. So fast forward to the present time. And today I'm about to celebrate hiring an interior designer and starting to plan a major renovation. So major that I will need to move out of my home for three to six months completely. Now, the process of working with an architect or interior designer involves a lot of decisions. And the first major decision is to get clear on what you really want. So my journey continues. Can I allow myself to have what I really want? And what is it that I really want? This is a beautiful metaphor for how we as women are so often disconnected from what we really desire. Or we play down, we dismiss our desires, or we feel ashamed of them. So stay with me and I'll share what's been coming up for me during the interior design process so far. And I'm sure you're going to recognize some of these blocks and ways of thinking. So the first thing was, what do I really want? I never plan to move here full time. So do I want a home I can rent out? Do I want a home I can live in with a future partner? Or do I want a chic bachelorette pad? Or do I want a home optimised for resale value? Or worst of all, do I want all of these contradictory things? Which is what I was aiming to go for at first. So the very first thing I realised was that actually I need to get clear on what I really want so that we could design to that brief. It's like the process of coaching. When I work with a new client, the very first thing we do is get clear on their ideal life and work vision. What are we working towards and why? So in the process of getting clear on what I really wanted from my home, I realized that there were some hidden rules that were popping up, rising to the surface. That's too impractical. You can't have that, that's too impractical. You should keep it as three bedrooms because that's going to maximise resale value. Don't spend too much. Don't let your ideas get too grand. Who are you to think you could have a home like that? All of these inner voices were questioning my desires. So what were my true desires when it came to my home? Well, it took some time to find them and to really allow them to emerge and give them fertile ground to come to the surface and start to blossom. So how did I get there? Well, I thought about past experiences of bedrooms I'd enjoyed staying in. What did I love about the fabulous rooms I've stayed in in hotels over the years? What were the components they had? And then I thought about how do I want to feel in this home? I thought about what would be the wildly most exciting and most abundant experience I could have here. If I could create anything without 
any concerns for practicality or cost, what would I create? Now, when you take money off the table, it enables you to get closer to what your true desires are. So I really recommend doing that at this stage. Take money off the table. Take time off the table. If I could have anything, if money and time were no object, what would I have? And you can do this for your ideal life as well. So I decided if time and money was no object and anything was possible, I wouldn't start work until 11 o'clock. And that's what I do. You could decide to take Fridays or Friday afternoons off to do something you love and you could work towards that. So I've decided to really go for it. I've decided to go for a fabulous feminine home that feels incredible to me and is an expression of my truest and most authentic and aligned desires. That means knocking two bedrooms into one and making a fabulous large master suite with a seating area, a writing desk to sit facing the sea and write, a bed with the best views of the ocean, a fabulous bathroom and tons of closet space. And it means instead of a dedicated guest bedroom, a creative room where I can paint and create and record these podcasts for you. You get to make choices from this place too. What do you most desire? What would be wildly exciting for you? The you you are right now, not the you you used to be, but the you you are now. This theme's been coming up in my Thrive Beautifully Mastermind. One of the members expressed her desire for a new wardrobe. And yet she said, I just never seem to make enough money. I've always got just enough for what I need, but I never seem to have extra. I brought the concept to her that she got to ask for more. She got to ask for extra. So I coached her to decide on what the first new piece of her wardrobe would cost, define the amount for that, and then set the intention to call it in. Within one week, she had brought in more than enough to buy this new piece of clothing. But it started with that decision to ask for more. If you're a regular listener on the podcast, you will have heard me talking about one of my clients who had a deep desire to learn tango in Argentina for a month. But that desire didn't come easily through her. She needed to give herself permission to do this and to clear the programming from her father, from society that says, you've got to work all the time to be successful and you've got to work hard and you can't take that kind of time off and run a successful business. She had to make the decision to give herself permission to ask for more, permission to experience more. So it's time to stop worrying about what others will think of your choices and decisions. To let go of the guilt for wanting more and for putting your desires first. And to be honest about what you really want 
is it really the egg sandwich? And if it is the egg sandwich, that is a beautiful thing. Give yourself permission to have the egg sandwich. But first, check in. Is that your greatest desire? Is it what you really want? When we have our desires fulfilled, we are happier, we're more fulfilled, we're more joyful, we are more inspiring for others. And this impacts everyone around us, our clients, our friends, our family, and the people watching from afar. The unlived life is the saddest life of all. Make a decision today to live your life fully and completely. The best way to honour this gift called life is to live it, express it, inhabit it as fully and authentically as you can. So if you're ready to say yes to your desires in an even bigger way, I'm going to invite you to a very special two-part masterclass that I will be hosting in April. This is a complimentary masterclass for you if you're a woman entrepreneur who's ready to double her income, who's ready to go for an even more joyful, easy, abundant life and business. The masterclass is called The Wildly Abundant Woman, How to Double Your Income Without Working Harder. And it will cover how to expand with joy, freedom and ease. And what you need to focus on to attract more clients, make more money and help more people, but without overwhelm, burnout or losing your freedom. It's going to be a very, very powerful two-part masterclass and you can register with the link in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to be with you. I love supporting you to saying yes to more of life. With that in mind, I am going to be taking off on holiday for a week when you hear this podcast and I'm going to be saying yes to my most authentic desires as well. When I stay in hotels, I absolutely love to be in a fabulous room and I love to have a bath. That's one of my non-negotiables. So I am saying yes to my desire staying in fabulous suites in several different hotels here in the Balearic Islands. So I look forward to seeing you on the other side of this. Have a beautiful, wildly abundant week. Don't forget to register for the Wildly Abundant Woman Masterclass and I'll see you on my return. Bye for now.